Hello, you are listening to Lyrical Audio Candy Tour. This is where we explore books, poetry, and quotes that please every taste. So come on, come on, let's go. <laughs> Literary treats await. Good morning, everyone. It's fucking cold, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god. It's negative seven degrees. It's 114, 2024 at 910 AM. Welcome to Lyrical Audio Candy Tour. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for starting your morning with me. All right, so today's episode is all about a little journey I've been going on this month, January. It's a dry month for me. But along with this dry month, I've been trying some other different things with my eating and I just wanted to share them with you. My goal was to reduce belly bloat, get my face back to the way it was before. Before I was, you know, overindulging on Christmas cookies and party food, um, too much beer, just let's just be, let's just admit it, too much beer, too much, too much fun, right? So we're going to talk about some fermented foods for your belly health and also soft fiber. So I've been just immersing myself in Mel Robbins' podcast, and she had this guest. It was some doc, Dr. Shaw, I think it was, and she was talking about gut health. And I thought, why not? Why not try this? So, excuse me. So... I'm going to talk a little bit about that, what she said, and what I've been doing. And I'm going to tell you my results, too. And it's only been, let's see, today would be 19, 19 days of no alcohol. Um, basically, no sugar unless uh, there's sugar added to the maybe pasta sauce that I'm not aware of. But I haven't had any chocolate. I haven't had any alcohol. I haven't had any... Um, well, basically, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, all right, hang tight for more. Okay, so when I listened to this podcast and I was hearing Dr. Shaw talk about fermented foods and soft fiber, I was very inspired because I thought, well, I like cottage cheese. I like sauerkraut. I love pickles. I do like yogurt. Sourdough. Sourdough is my preferred, absolute preferred bread. Because in Weight Watchers, I used to join Weight Watchers all the time, from time to time. Um, sourdough bread was actually one of the best breads that you could eat. So I'm like, I can do this. I'm not going to go through everything she recommended, but I will tell you what I've been doing. And she does have a like a gut reset type of suggestion and yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't do exactly what she said, but I did subtle changes that made such a difference for me as far as how my stomach feels. I'm one of those people where it's like I'll eat something and then like an hour later, my stomach is just like expanding and it's like, please help me. I'm trying to be healthy, but this is like killing me. You know, like the gas is starting. I know that's like TMI, but that's how my body is. And ever since I've been eating more fermented foods, 
my stomach has been my friend. And I didn't realize that this could happen (laughs) with such a small intervention. And so that's why I want to share it with you. Um, What prompted me to do this was just an overall disgust with the way I felt, the way I appeared in the mirror. Like I didn't recognize myself. Like who is that woman in the mirror? That's what prompted all of this change. And of course, you know, New Year's comes up and you're, you kind of analyze yourself. And I think of analyzing yourself as like, like your body is a business. Like your whole being is a business. You're running a business, right? If you can relate it to that. And what do businesses do? They take inventory. They take inventory at least once a year, maybe twice a year. Um, some products you have to take inventory of like every month because <laughs> they're really important. So um, I love this quote by James Clear, which is the author of Atomic Habits, which is what I'm reading right now. So let's read this quote because um, I think of ticket inventory is just like this quote. A lack of self-awareness is poison. Reflection and review is the antidote. So in other words, you need to take inventory of yourself. And that's what I did. So then I reach out to the people that need or the people that actually know things and they share it with you and they help you. So this is where I'm at. All right. So Dr. Shaw talked about the best probiotic foods. Okay. Now I'm going to list them off and you can see this visually on my lyrical ACT Pinterest board. So if you find me on Pinterest and you click um well let's back up a little bit so if you go to my page there's two sections there's the created and the saved go to saved otherwise if you go to created, you won't find it so this pinterest board is called fermented foods and soft fiber okay so the best fermented foods would be sauerkraut which i love Rubens with just the tiniest, tiniest bit of corned beef, like barely any corned beef, okay? And then you put that on the other fermented food, which is sourdough bread, and you've got the best marriage, right? I also like my Rubens with a side of pickles. So I am in freaking probiotic food heaven with a Reuben sandwich, me personally. So I've been eating a ton of Reubens, okay? Um, Let's see here, kimchi. I have never had kimchi, but it's on my list of things I wanna try. Another one is called kefir. Now, (laughs) oh my goodness. So I bought it, I bought the the plain kind, you know, I, Didn't really know what I was going to get myself into. I had no idea. I wanted to avoid the sweetened ones because I was trying to get away from sugar as well. Now, let me explain to you what this tastes like. Do you know buttermilk? That's what it tastes like. It tastes like buttermilk. So uh, I can imagine if you added a little yogurt to kefir, added some dill, that would be probably like a good... um, kind of tangy dip for like roasted potatoes or maybe some carrots or something like that when you buy kefir now 
if you buy it and it's the um, the type that's you know sugar and all that sort of thing I have no idea what it would taste like I don't even know how uh, any I don't even know how you can make this not taste sour I have no idea but I just want you to prepare yourself and know what you're getting into because I didn't know what I was getting into <laughs> <laughs> it's in my fridge. Um, I tried it. I mixed it with like my cottage cheese and it was okay. But there is an aftertaste. Like all day I was tasting kefir in my mouth and I'm like, is this worth it? <laughs> I'm not so sure. Okay. Yogurt is wonderful. We all know that yogurt is good for the gut. There's different types of yogurt. Whatever you can do to get the yogurt in your body Go for it. If you have to add a little honey to it, uh, put it with a little bit of fruit. It's so good for you. Okay. Raw cheese. I don't know. I, I, okay, I don't know. Cottage cheese. Love it. Used to eat it when I was the trimmest. Didn't really understand why it was so good for me. I know it has protein, but I didn't realize it was a fermented food. Okay. Miso. I don't know what that is. I don't know if I want to put it on the list <laughs> because I'm doing pretty good the way I am. And then kombucha is another thing that they sell. But I steer clear from kombucha because it does have alcohol in it. So, eh, not for me. So this is just a... Ba oh, pickles. Yeah, yeah, I told you that. Okay, so this is just a basic list of um, fermented foods that you can add to your diet Maybe replace your regular bread with sourdough. Uh, maybe eat some Rubens with very, very little meat. Um, yeah, so I hope you can incorporate this in your life. It really makes a difference. Now, we move on to soft fiber. I'll put it in the next segment. Okay, just FYI, sugar and alcohol, really bad for your gut. Really bad for your gut health. So... I'm glad I've stepped away from that because I have really noticed a lot of great results. All right, I talked about soft fiber briefly. Now, specifically, anything, any plant life. So we're talking about the stomach-friendly fiber, which would be like pineapple, which has a natural chemical not can't see the word chemical sounds so bad it has a natural component that actually helps to digest itself so the bromelain okay papayas have a natural enzyme in it um, cucumbers are filled with water and that nice soft fiber um, so any like herbs anything you chop up would be great I always thought if you want to get fiber, you have to go for the real hard stuff like broccoli, cauliflower, um, uh, you know, the metamucils, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the, all that's great, but holy moly, it really wrecks people like me <laughs> who, who try to go through this life and, and eat healthy. It just wrecks me. I can't handle it. So... I'm sticking with like the blueberries and the strawberries, maybe some tomatoes. Tomatoes are fine for me, not everybody. The blackberries, um, chopped up herbs, chopped up dill, which is an herb. <laughs> um, you know, in my yogurt, I'm putting the pineapple in there. 
there's this salsa that I buy at festival. It's actually a fresh salsa. It's like mangoes, papayas, tiniest bit of onion, which onion can wreak havoc on people's guts too. Um, but it's a very, very tiny amount. Just adds a little bit of flavor. It has cilantro in it, uh, some bell peppers, which are great. Anything that you can throw into your meal that is plant-based, that is not, you know, the cruciferous group, like cruciferous group is like the broccolis and the cauliflowers. Those are going to be, all of that is going to be really gentle on your system. Okay. So I will talk about my results um, in a little bit, but basically what I want to say is when I think about planning my meal or gravitate towards something to eat, if I keep in mind fermented soft fiber, if I think of those things, it guides me into what I'm going to choose. And um, it ends up being actually really uh, reasonable in the calories. So which is great for me, right? I did start to kind of watch my calorie load. um, Just just because why go through life and just throw your hands up in the air, be this victim and go, I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I, I got rid of the beer. I got rid of the sugar. And so I really wanted to be scientific about this and say, what is happening? Why am I putting all these pounds on? Why is my face being moonlike? Why is my gut so big? What is happening to myself, taking inventory, taking names, and actually doing something about it? So that is what I'm doing. I'm probably 75% of the time plugging my calories into the fitness pal, seeing where I'm at, being real scientific about it. And I'm seeing results. Here are my results in the next segment. Before I tell you my results, I (laughs) forgot to mention once a week, I do allow myself sort of a cheat day. So I pick a Saturday and if I want to have Cheetos or if I want to have a ton of mayo on a chicken sandwich... I will do that because I feel like you do need to allow yourself to kind of loosen up. Notice how I'm I'm not saying, oh, I can binge drink and eat this big beehive cake. No, you know, it's just like one meal, roughly one meal of the day. You kind of add a little extra something, something to it. And it just kind of makes you feel good about life, you know? So anyway, back to my results. Let's see. Okay, so I was smart (laughs) when I first started this. I weighed myself and I measured myself. My weight was 151.2-ish. Okay, my belly. So the smallest part of your belly where, you know, women, they kind of have that little hourglass figure where it like dents in, right? That smallest part. If you were to order a corset from a professional, you would measure yourself right around that smallest part of your waist and cinch it as tight as you can. That would be your corset measurement. Okay, so that, hold on, I'm going to get my book because I can't tell you my results unless I actually have it physically in front of me. 
And yes, I do have a book, and I've had a book since about 2017 because um, I'm a businesswoman, and businesswomen take inventory. And I'm always taking body inventory because I think it's because I'm business-minded. Now, turning these pages with one hand is a little bit difficult. So, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hold on a second. Okay, I'm for real now. I have it. Okay, measurements. When I first started, this was on... I actually measured myself and weighed myself on Christmas Day. All right, 151.2, my waist was 30 inches around. My belly was 35 inches around. Now the belly is right over the belly button, okay? And then I have this measurement called the underbutt measurement, which is basically you're standing there, you take your tape measure, your legs are actually together, and you're taking the tape measure and going around your thighs. Excuse me, I'm like, I can tell I didn't eat my fermented foods last night. I ate a bad meal, like bad in, according to my standards because um, it was basically my cheat night. Anyway, and I could, I'm paying for it. I'm paying for it. All right, under the butt, 42. All right, fast forwarding time, about 18 days because I started this roughly on the 26th yesterday. I weighed myself. 146.2. I went from 151.2 down to 146.2. My waist went from 30 down to 29 and a fourth. Mind you, when I first measured myself, I cinched tight. When I measured myself the second time around, I measured like not tight. I measured um, so that it was just comfortable. Okay, imagine if I were to have measured this tighter, it would have been a lot different, right? Okay, so 29 and a fourth. So I lost three fourths off my waist. Actually, I lost more, but whatever. Okay, belly went from 35 down to 32 and a fourth. My underbutt went from 42 to 40 and three fourths. So literally, by being conscious about what I'm putting into my body. The only extra working out, I added one dance class. Just one. 45 minutes. 45 minutes. That's all I've added. Everything that I've done has been kitchen related. And that is the biggest component that people really miss out on is the kitchen aspect of things. Because there is a quote, you can never out-train what you eat ever unless you're running marathons maybe you could so anyway um it's funny we're in this society where you ha you kind of feel bad about like saying that you want to lose weight or you want to be trim or you want to look a certain way and i'm all about i want to look the way i want to look if you can say that you want to look the way you want to look i can say i want to look the way i want to look so there you go <laughs> I get real spicy about it because it's just really irritating to me. It's like, you know what? I'm proud of myself. Every day that I get up, I'm going to do another James Clear quote. James Clear from the book of Atomic Habits. Every action you take is a vote 
for the type of person you wish to become. That is so true. So true. Every day. I'm going to I'm going to read another one. All right. The quality of our lives often depends on the quality of our habits. By me not eating those Oreos and me when I have a sweet tooth now, not that this was on the list or anything, but I kind of figured like raisins probably are pretty healthy because it's like a grape that became shriveled and dried and baked by the sun. I grab a couple handfuls of grapes and I sip it with some milk and that is my treat. You know, it's just something I created and that's what I've been doing. So um, I'm proud of myself. It's not really taken all that much motivation. I mean, I've written, I, I hit a couple rock bottoms that really propelled me to, to really look at my life. Um, those rock bottoms, I, I can share those with you. Yeah, I'll share them with you in the next segment because sometimes you need to hit rock bottoms with things. So a couple things happened to me. <laughs> okay. I got into a fight, not a fight, but a argument with my, my sister. And I happened to be inebriated at the time. But just the fact that I got into a fight with her was very much related to me being inebriated. Um, it's funny when you're inebriated, you say things that you don't mean. And I wasn't proud of myself. For that, for that argument. That was a rock bottom for me. My other rock bottom was I put on my, my black um, leggings. They're like yoga pants, except they go kind of a little bit up the butt, and so they're little butt enhancer ones. I bend over just to kind of stretch it out a little bit. They fucking rip. I rip my pants. Can you imagine if that would have happened in a class when I like bend over and stretch? Yeah. So these, these might not be like horrendous rock bottoms for other people, but it was mine. And you know what? I don't have to, I don't have to have these massively extravagant rock bottoms. These are my own rock bottoms and they behooved me to think about what's going on with me. So another thing that keeps me on track and I'll give you a couple tips. So on my calendar, I have things that I look at every day. I say alcohol free. I have a little sticker that says alcohol free. Focus on gut health. Uh, you have to keep your whys by you. Why are you doing this? <clears throat> um, I put on here bloated, ripped my pants. Hard to pull pants up. <laughs> Not fit at all. Embarrassed about my look. So that's how I felt about myself. These are my personal feelings. You can feel how you want to feel, but these are my personal feelings. And whatever it takes to get yourself, uh, get your mind wrapped around what you want to change. Remember what James Clear says. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. I think that's pretty much an outro. And I hope all of you are having great luck on your own journeys. Remember, check out the Mel Robbins podcast. No, I'm not being paid for this advertisement, but it's very good and it's changed my life. 
Okay. Have a great day. Bye.